0: You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 106. Today I answer the question, what's the difference between Facebook groups and Facebook pages? Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigron, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, uplevel your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. As you can imagine, I get a lot of questions about online business, so I've decided to answer some of those questions on the show. In today's episode, I'm going to highlight the difference between Facebook groups and Facebook pages. You'll find the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 106. I often get asked what is the difference between Facebook groups and Facebook pages and also why you need one or the other to build your online business. I want to use a metaphor of a physical shop on a high street to describe this difference. Imagine a shop, let's just take a shoe shop because I love shoes. A Facebook page is the store front. You can walk past it or you can stop. And take a look and see what's inside the window. A Facebook group is inside the store. If you like something in the window, you decide to go inside the store and check it out. If you like the shop, you come back again and again and check again what's available inside the shop. Maybe the people inside the shop are so much fun to hang around with that you just go there even if you're not buying anything. Do you need both? It depends. In order to advertise on Facebook, you need a Facebook page, which makes sense because it's your storefront. You want to attract as many viewers to your storefront as possible. Some of these viewers will come organically because somebody shares a post from you or Facebook algorithm decides to show your post to people even if they haven't liked your page. But in most cases, you will have to use Facebook advertisement to reach more people and have more people see your storefront. If you wanna build a community then a Facebook group often makes sense. Yes, you can build community outside Facebook, but it's very popular to use Facebook groups to build a community and nurture people that have already signed up for your email list or liked your page or just randomly found your Facebook group. What is posted inside the Facebook group cannot be shared with the outside world. You can share it, but only the people who are already inside the group will see what's in those posts. That's why the Facebook group itself doesn't help you grow your business, but it nurtures people who have already decided that they like you. It is a bit like the no like, and trust path. Your storefront, your Facebook page, is where I find out about you. I see a post, maybe somebody shared it, or you have a Facebook ad running and put a Facebook ad in front of me. And if I like what I see, then I will join your Facebook group. And if I start to trust you, then I'm ready to take the next step, which is ultimately to purchase something from you. Now, Facebook pages and Facebook groups have, of course, more differences. But the key is that your Facebook page is there to grow your user base, to get more people on your email list or into your Facebook group first and then on your email list or into your email list first and then on your Facebook group. Facebook pages should also be there for you to grow organically. You don't want to be relying only on Facebook ads. And what I actually see, I see a lot of people trying to build their Facebook pages purely organically and never use Facebook ads. And it works for very few people. Some of these people have started a long time ago to grow their Facebook pages and have found a twist that Facebook likes and people like so that their posts get a great organic reach. But for most people, it will not work without Facebook ads. You got to accept that you have to pay to play. But in order to pay less, it is a wise decision to find out how you can get organic reach because those who have an organic reach on Facebook, they pay less for their Facebook ads. If you have not been doing a good job with your Facebook page, you feel like you're not getting enough likes and comments and shares. It's time to look at your Facebook page performance. In January 2014, I finally had a business idea and I was kind of starting my business and the first thing I looked at was my Facebook page because I assumed, which is still what I assume, is that people find me first through the Facebook page and then go to my website. Yes, I am always hoping for organic traffic through SEO through my blog posts, but I still believe that most people find me first through Facebook. So I started to look uh, for benchmarking tools there are many benchmarking tools out there you can, can just google benchmarking tools facebook or social media but i found a tool that called fanpage karma and i put my url my facebook page url into the tool and saw that my facebook page had only 12% performance now the performance is calculated various factors and every benchmarking tool will look a little bit different So the exact number is not the factor here, but compared to those people that I was looking at, my performance was horrible. I found several people who had 100% or 80% performance. There was a lot of others who were also really low, like myself. But hey, we don't compare to people who are doing the same or worse than us. We look to those who are doing better and try to figure out what they're doing right. So I looked at Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein doesn't do anything similar to me. She's not a business coach. She is a spiritual authority. But what I liked is her consistent posting on Facebook and that she was getting 100% Facebook performance. So with this tool and just by going to her page, I could see what she was posting. Now, so she was posting 11 times a day and maybe back in January 2014, that was a smart idea. But nowadays... No, no, no. Posting more is not wise anymore. But in January 2014, I saw, okay, I at least should post several times a day. I did not go to 11 times. I think I went to four or six times. That was my first change. The second change was the variation of post. Status messages versus pictures, for instance, quote pictures, link to somebody else's blog post link to my own blog post and then of course videos now we have facebook live which didn't exist back then which is getting the best the way best organic reach of any facebook post that you can make so if you're not doing facebook live already go ahead and do it right away after you've listened to this podcast episode So I saw what Gabi was doing and I started to emulate it, not copy, emulate it. And within three weeks, I'll repeat, within three weeks, I had 100% Facebook performance. And this was with posting four to six times a day, variating my posts, but being completely authentic, you know, being me posting like I would post. I was just looking at what type of posts Gabby was using and how frequent and, you know, if I could learn anything more. So what you can do right now is to use a tool like Fanpage Karma or find some other tool and figure out who are the people in your industry and maybe even outside your industry. Like I was not looking at someone who was exactly like me and just, you know, had bigger page, I was looking at someone that I felt was doing a good job on Facebook and getting great organic reach. And in order to do that, you need to follow someone else's example. So that's one thing you should do. The next thing you should do is absolutely start running Facebook ads. I was really good at running Facebook ads back in 2014. I built my list pretty much from zero to 2,500 email addresses in a span of a year and only about, I guess, four or five months of that year I actually knew how to run Facebook ads. There's a part of me that wishes that I would have run more Facebook ads in 2014. Facebook ad cost is going up. It's going to cost more next year than this year to do Facebook ads. There are going to be holiday seasons where it's more expensive. So probably starting Facebook ads in December is not the wisest decision unless you have something to sell in December. But still, start to learn how to do Facebook ads because costs are just going to go up and you are gonna gain from having people on your email list that join this year versus next year. It always takes time for people to be nurtured. People don't join your email list and then buy immediately. Maybe a tripwire or a low-priced product, but not an expensive program. Or start to work with you one-on-one. So you need time. They need time. And that's why you need to start right away. What should you be spending Facebook ads on? Well, of course, you need your freebie. We know that. But often it's better to have Facebook live videos turned into ads and then get as many people as possible in the right target audience, of course, to see those ads. And then you can always later, even a month later, two months later, retarget these people with your freebie. So you don't even have to start with a freebie. Just get people to see your content so you can start them on this path of no like, and trust. When we come to Facebook groups, it is a strategic decision to run a Facebook group. A lot of people have closed down their free Facebook groups because either they were too busy or there was just nothing happening. And they were feeling guilty about nothing happening. And it was just basically a waste of your time. So you gotta be very sure about it. Of course, you can start a Facebook group and close it after three months if it doesn't work out. But I would say you sit down just before deciding to uh, do this podcast, for instance. It is a big decision to commit to a podcast, I knew I wanted to do a daily episode, then I want to do three a week, and maybe at some point I might go down to one a week. But it's still a big decision because I have to keep my commitment, and the same is for a Facebook group. You have to be there. Now, you don't have to maybe post every day. Yes, you can maybe automate your posts, but you still want to be there, and you want to decide what is the group for, how much time are you going to invest into it and what do you hope to get out of it those people who invested a lot of time into their Facebook group are reaping the benefits years later even if they may later on have actually closed down their groups and unfortunately Facebook reach is going down inside groups as well so you also gotta decide Sooner rather than later, are you going to be running a free Facebook group? Because in the future, you will have to pay for people to see your posts also inside the groups. Yes, it's not going to just need ads to reach new people. You need ads to reach the people who are already there right in front of you. Because Facebook is such a busy place that all these groups and pages that I have liked or the groups that I've joined want to show me their posts. And we cannot just deal with this information flow. So the Facebook algorithm is trying to be smart about it and showing you the posts that they think you will like. But this is resulting already in a very confused state of groups. I have been watching uh, several of my clients, for instance, run Facebook group challenges. And... I am seeing day one when day five is already happening because of the Facebook group algorithm. So this is gonna be the next step that you have to pay for ads so that people actually see your Facebook posts, whether it's inside a group or outside. One of the things that happened recently is that you can now collect your Facebook page to a group. You can link it up. So that when somebody's on your page, they know which groups belong to you. This has led to several people posting as a page in their group. And what they saw happening was the reach of those posts went dramatically down. Because it's a fact well known that when your friend posts on Facebook, we tend to see it. If a stranger posts in a Facebook group we're a member of, we may or may not see it at least Facebook thinks we're less interested and that we're more interested is in it if it's a Facebook friend of ours. Well, that's the reason why the pages that are posting are getting less reach than if I post as a private person. I'm still posting as a private person in all my Facebook groups. I could be posting as a page and at some point, either Facebook will force me to do so or I will decide to do it because there will be maybe some benefits to it. And that will then change because the reach has gone down anyway. It sounds a bit negative what I've been describing, but actually the Facebook is the cheapest way to build your online business. Research shows again and again that any other advertisement platforms, whether it's Twitter, LinkedIn, Google, or even, let's not even talk about old-fashioned methods of word of mouth or posters on the street, Facebook ads are the most targeted and have the least cost of any advertisement or way of putting something in front of your potential client. So that is positive. That is a wonderful platform for us. But we need to understand the limitation as the reach is going down. Organic reach is crucial. Always keep running Facebook ads to build more no like and trust factor in. And if it fits your business, run a free Facebook group where you can strategically nurture people that are already inside your shop. So I hope the shop metaphor has helped you understand what is the difference between a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Of course, we could talk for hours about all the different features of groups versus pages, but that's not the point. You definitely need a page and maybe you need a group depending on your strategy. But at least you need a shop because you wanna build an online business and earn money while doing it. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 106. There you'll also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes.